This is Essential. 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 This is Essential Audio. Welcome to the Money Pot. I'm Keisha Allison, head of content for Money 2020's US show, and I'm joined by Sanjeev Kalita, editor in chief at Money 2020. So, Sanj, in the last couple of weeks, it's been a pretty wild time for fintech. Coinbase going public, Grab also going public through their SPAC, Stashfin, Ensemble, Greenlight, all making big moves in the industry this week. The dinner tables and clubhouse rooms across the fintech community must be buzzing right now. You can say that again, Keisha. In fact, I was having a socially distanced dinner with my friend Hassan Mia last week, and the conversation inevitably turned to PayBaby the new bank he recently founded. It's aimed at improving banking for the black and brown communities across the United States. Well, that definitely sounds like compelling dinner conversation. There's a sudden burst of fintechs offering banking and PFM products that are hyper-focused on people of color here in the U.S. I mean, maybe not so sudden, but the needle has certainly moved over the last 12 months or so, particularly after the death of George Floyd. You're absolutely right about that, Keisha. A number of corporates, financial institutions included, have become, what do the kids call these days? Woke. (laughs) Yes, Sanjeev, the people are woke. But seriously, fintechs and more traditional FIs are definitely turning their attention to banking black and brown communities. This demographic has been a clear focal point for several of the emerging financial service companies and challenger banks we see out there. So, Sanj, are you going to give us the inside scoop of what you guys talked about over dinner? Of course. I was saving all the gossip for our Money Pop fan base. Hassan is such an interesting guy. Catching up with him, I was able to get a sense of some of the impediments that communities of color face within our financial system. I see it all the time in my extended family and their social circles. I'm curious, what are some of the problems that PayBaby is solving for their target customers? So, in order to really grasp the problems that Hassan's company is addressing, we have to take a step back and look at the numbers around the unbanked and underbanked in the U.S. And those numbers are definitely hard to hear. They say about 26% of of Americans are unbanked or underbanked, a little less than 10% are unbanked altogether. And um, and about 86% of those people are people of color. And why is that? Uh, The reason is, uh, of course, if you look at the... uh, uh, the, the income distribution of black and brown, you know, their average income's uh, 45,000 versus almost you know, 75 plus thousand for the white community. So there's a disproportionate number who fall into the lower income. Uh, and that, that partially explains it. But the bigger uh, other reasons that explain it is that uh, people in this community either uh, did not have as easy access to banking, even branches that the bigger banks, you know, they sort of left those communities. So there was harder to get to, or there were uh, other ways in which they uh, felt mistreated or, or cheated, or it became very costly. You know, I was reading a McKenzie report called The Case for Accelerating Financial Inclusion in Black Communities, and in it, they analyze how systematic disenfranchisement creates barriers for Black Americans to access financial services and build wealth. One of the unnerving data points from the report is that 47% of Black households are unbanked or underbanked. 
The report also revealed that the average black American family had a total wealth of $17,600. That's about one-tenth the wealth of the average white American family, which stands at $171,000. Those numbers are staggering, but they also underscore the need for fintechs that are hyper-focused on the challenges and solutions that address the systemic issues around banking minority communities. If you look at uh, getting an account altogether, uh, 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 people of color has disproportionately not been able to get account because banks, uh, they're naturally skewed towards people with higher income. That's why the more income you have, the lower, you know, when you have lower income, your fees are, are higher, right? You pay fees, <laughs> should be the opposite. And then when you got a lot of money, you don't pay anything. <laughs> so that's kind of crazy. So, so all these things led to a complete, la- a, a lot of lack of trust among the black and brown communities when it comes to banking. And so that's why I started the company when I found that there was another way to do things that could solve those problems. Hassan makes an excellent point by bringing up lack of trust in these communities. But I also think that the trust tides are changing there. I think trust becomes less of a barrier for the black community when the innovative financial service products that are being offered are being developed and designed with them in mind. Black entrepreneurs are building financial products for their communities and, quite honestly, have the community insight to do so. PayBaby is an amazing example, but there are others worth mentioning, like Greenwood, First Boulevard, Mochafi, and Gold Center. You're spot on, Keisha. Fintechs are stepping up in a way the big guys historically have not been able to do. One big issue Hassan wants to tackle is KYC, the process the big banks use tends to favor those with thick credit files. And as a result, the unbanked don't have the history to qualify for great products. And even with the new neobanks, their methodologies still use the same data points as the mainstream banks. But Hassan thinks he's found a solution. You know, I mentioned KYC, for example, we're already in the process of of uh, changing our, our KYC that we've already tested and noticed that the approval rate will double versus what the traditional approval rate is. And so there are a lot of little areas where uh, the traditional banking system has failed the black and brown community. And and those, those could be solved. Uh, you know, the next area going down the line is like credit scoring and other things. But so that's, that's where we plan on distinguishing ourselves is, is just attacking each one of those areas. I also noticed he brought up credit scoring. The traditional credit scoring system in the U.S. is outdated and harbors distrust among minority communities. It tends to leave more people of color out of our traditional financial system, creating barriers for things like homeownership and impeding the building of generational wealth. Well, Hassan could not have agreed with that more. He certainly had some thoughts on credit scoring. Scoring is a huge issue because uh, black and brown people tend to score a lot lower. And, and the reason uh, a lot of that is the, the data usage and the models that are being used. And if you score lower, you either don't get credit, which is a big issue, or if you do get credit, you pay a higher rate, which is, again, a way of suctioning off uh, money available to a family, which lowers your standard of living. You have that right. Money that is siphoned off to pay hidden fees and higher rates is money that could have been invested in other ways. That's why we're seeing more fintechs leverage alternative scoring systems that use new AI algorithms in their risk models and take into account things like rent and utility payments. 
It's really changing the notions of credit worthiness and attempting to open up access to credit and overall trying to create a more inclusive credit system. And inclusive is definitely a key word. In other parts of the world, other systems allow for more flexibility and have better records of determining credit worthiness. Like if you go to Africa and Asia, you know, they're going from the unbanked to the bank rapidly because they look at completely different technologies to qualify people. And so those that, that are not being used here, we still tend to use a lot of legacy methodologies. So Hassan mentioned technologies there, but what new technologies specifically does he consider potential game changers? Well, he suggested AI is going to change the nature of automation because now automation won't just do what you want to do quicker, but it will tell you what the best decisions are and make changes based on that suggestion. He also told me about the impact blockchain will have on people distrust traditional banks. Digital ledger technology, since it creates an immutable record of all activity, it can increase trust for anything. So particularly as I look at, you know, the black and brown community, they they don't trust the credit system. They don't trust anything because it's a big black hole. So to the extent that we can start applying a blockchain and digital ledger technology to make it possible for people to feel greater trust because there's greater transparency, that's going to have a profound impact. So the convergence of all these technologies is creating a very interesting opportunity. There's solutions for distrust by using blockchain. There's alternatives to credit scoring from across the globe and opportunities to change KYC to better cater to minority communities. This must have been a long dinner table conversation. <laughs> it, it was. And well, you know, not only are Hassan and I both in fintech now, but we both worked at Intel many years ago. And having both been in tech for a while, it was interesting to discuss the future. And speaking of the future, Looking ahead, this is going to have a much wider impact beyond black and brown communities. Technologies developed by Hassan and PayBaby can help countless more people who might bank in non-traditional ways to experience benefits and use these new services. Truckers, physicians who have unusual life earning cycles, the LGBTQ community, just to name a few, are all benefiting from banking services created specifically for them. All products will have a certain level of what I call fintech embedded within them. And you're already starting to see that, right? You're starting to see that with, you know, the ways in which you can buy new things and everything else. So I see that continuing. You know, I, uh, you know I'm not wanting to do a crystal ball and all the, how it's going to look in 10 years. But I, I, I think the lines are going to be blurred between what we call banking and what we call, you know, other types of uh, services uh, and how they all integrate. We're seeing financial services embedded in every new product. Every vertical is going to have a fintech product. Anything involving money will also involve fintech. Within the next few years, these developments are going to touch almost every aspect of our lives. So when you're next out for dinner with Hassan, maybe he could pick up the check. We, we definitely need to do that soon, especially now that people are starting to think of the world after lockdowns. And that's why addressing inequality at this moment is so vital. The foundations need to be created fairly and enable equal access to other industries. This is a crossroad which is really, really important and we need to take the right fork from. Oh, and don't worry about the check. By the time we all go out for dinner, we can split the check with a 
Wicked Banking App from PayBaby. Well, we'd like to thank Hassan Mia, CEO of PayBaby, for sharing his wisdom with us. We would also like to thank our producer, Roland Badenham. We are very excited about seeing you in person. Yes, live in Amsterdam, September 21st through the 23rd, and in Vegas from October 24th through the 27th. Tickets to both shows are available now at money2020.com. And if you like The Money Pot, please leave us a review in iTunes to help others find the show. The podcast will also be live in Vegas, so tell us how much you want to be a part of it by sending your ideas to podcast at money2020.com. Thank you for listening. This is Essential. 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 This is Essential Audio.